Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. We're moving to our next building block and our kind of idea or flow of thought here on building a solid faith foundation. What are the faith essentials necessary for us to grow and to have a solid faith foundation? We come to this idea of prayer, pursuing God through prayer. Now, the Bible has much to say about the subject of prayer, and so obviously we have much to learn about it. The interesting thing about prayer is that it carries through all cultures. It carries through all religions. Honestly, prayer is even something understood and maybe even practiced at times by people People who are unbelievers. Uh, prayer is a very amazing thing when you think about it, uh, its implications and how people understand it and practice it through various cultures, uh, various backgrounds, and so forth. But what does the Bible say is the real purpose of prayer? Like, why should we pray? What is What do we use prayer for? Well, let's look here and see what uh, the Bible says about the subject of prayer. And I say, well, you could look in a lot of verses. So it's like, where do you even begin, right? Well, we're going to look in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. We'll pull some key thoughts here, and on our next uh, episode about prayer, we'll look at some of what Jesus says about prayer and how we can apply it to our life, which is most important. Everything we're doing with this series, we're trying to give some very practical application, practical ideas that you and I can implement each and every day of our life. We can talk about it theoretically, but what purpose is that? What good does that do us unless we can kind of have this spiritual growth plan, which is what we've been talking about on the various uh, episodes for each of these building blocks. So each building block, we're giving a very practical application of it and some things we can implement into our daily lives. Now, here in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Paul says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, when he says be careful, that word careful there means anxious or worried. So he's saying be anxious for nothing, not even one thing. Be not worried about one thing, not even one thing. So rather than being anxious or worried, which is what I do and I'm sure you do frequently throughout the day as life comes at you, we tend to worry, we tend to get anxious, but instead of doing that, he says this, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Now, what is it about prayer that can help remove anxiety because it's kind of like, okay, how can I get rid of these anxious thoughts? How can I get rid of this depression? How can I get rid of the stress and the worry that I'm holding right now as I'm listening? Well, the Bible says rather than being anxious, rather than stressing and worrying, pray. So there's something about prayer that can help remove the anxiousness in our life. What is it about it? Well, one, we're getting it off our chest. We're, we're, we're getting it out. Sometimes it's in there. We don't have somebody to talk to. And sometimes just getting it off our chest helps. Then we're going to one who has the ability to help us, who has the strength. Remember, we're talking to God, and as a believer, God lives in us. So also we're communicating with the Holy Spirit who can help us who can give us the fruits of the Spirit, who can stir those things up in us and help remove the anxiety or stress. He says, look, rather than doing this, I want you to pray. And look at the promise here as we pray, and this is one reason it helps us not to be anxious and not to stress. It says, and the peace of God, what's the opposite of stress, worry, fear? It's peace, right? 
And so rather than doing this, pray, and this is what will happen in the peace of God, watch, which passeth all understanding. Where does the stress, anxiousness, and worry happen? In our minds, right? But then it affects our entire body. But the peace of God, which passeth all understanding in our minds and hearts, shall what? Keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So here is a uh, key, if you will, a cure for our stress, our worry, and so forth. Now, as we think about prayer, we see how important it is how Paul says, pray about everything. Look, don't let those things worry you. That's great, Paul, but it's going to happen every single day. So what is the real purpose of prayer? Like we understand prayer general. We understand prayer from a little kid. We're just, we're taught that there's something about us as humans that knows and understands there's a greater being beyond us. Even before we're taught, general, general revelation teaches us that. We can see through our bodies, through the universe, through creation. And prayer is us attempting to communicate with that person. So the purpose of prayer, prayer is obviously communicating with God. Now, who is the object of prayer in verse number six? We see when we're praying, we're not, you're not praying to me. You're not praying to a priest. You're not praying to a friend. You can pray with a friend. You can pray with a pastor. You can pray with a priest. But the object of prayer in Scripture is God. Let your requests be made known unto God. Now, if we were going to define prayer, there's lots of definitions, lots of quotes, lots of uh, neat little statements about prayer, but I would define it very simply this way. It is direct communication with God where we share our thoughts, feelings, and desires. You could say it's the direct conversation with God where we share our thoughts, feelings, and desires. Now, there could be more that goes into it, obviously, but we're giving him thanks. We're pouring out our heart. We're crying. We're laughing. We're asking. We're telling. You know, sometimes I understand we need to come to God with reverence, and sometimes we understand that God created laughter, right? So when we pray, I hope we can understand as you look through all the instances of prayer, prayer is a very reverent thing. But there's also great freedom in prayer. We're going to talk about that, that it's not confined to one place in one position at one time. There's great freedom in how we can pray. But what I'm saying is if it's conversation, if it's direct communication with God, we're going to approach him with reverence, but we also can cry. We also can laugh. We can also tell him. We can also share with him. We can also uh, give him and, and just share the burdens of our heart. Stop and think about that just for a moment that you are communicating with the creator God of the universe. Now, there are many people that I've experienced in life that are, that are very busy. Uh, maybe they're high profile. Maybe they're up the ladder, maybe in the corporation or in the business or even in the church or whatever it is. And so having their cell phone sometimes is not an option. You, you don't easily get that unless you know them. And many times you try to call or you try to get in touch with them, you understand they're going to be very busy Maybe some people in the, the vocational world are just too important, and so you can't get in contact with them. This is not God. You see, God is available 24-7, and you have his direct access line, and he will pick up any time you call. He is not too big, not too busy, and not too important. So prayer is, yes, communicating with God, but this is the key part I want to emphasize on our episode. Prayer, the essential purpose of prayer is this. Prayer is building a relationship with God. That is the purpose of prayer. And I think sometimes if we could remind ourselves of that, if we could change our perspective that prayer is not just me asking God for stuff, it's not just a 911 call when everything else is failing and my life is falling apart. You see, prayer's purpose is, it's about pursuing God 
and building a relationship with him. You know, what are the key essentials of having a relationship with someone else? It's time spent together. It's communication. It's love, kindness, care. We could list some more, but essentially it's time and communication and love. Now, me and my wife have been married for 19 years, and it's been wonderful. Now, I've had to learn a lot about communicating. I've not always been the best communicator. I can tend to be a little more quiet and kind of bottle things in. So I've had to learn if I'm going to engage in a relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a marriage, whatever it is, communication is absolutely key. Many relationships and marriages fall apart because of a lack of communication. Many things are assumed. Communication breaks down the actual bonding and time spent and all of that. So as we're building a relationship with God, prayer is essential. And as prayer is essential to us building a relationship with God, prayer requires time, and it requires us to communicate with God. But prayer fulfills each of these components, because if we're praying, we're spending time with God, we're communicating with God, we're expressing our love for God, and we're expressing our care to God. If you're only praying just to get stuff, you're missing out on the most important purpose of prayer. And I catch myself many times being there, just praying just to get stuff. I mean, it doesn't mean the stuff is bad. It means you could be praying for other people, praying for needs, medical needs, praying for financial needs. But if that's all that we're going to God with, we're missing the key element and the most beneficial part of prayer. And that's about you and I maintaining and building a relationship with God. Now, that does bring us here in our passage, though, that prayer, obviously, and most importantly, is building a relationship with God, but then a byproduct of that or something else that prayer is, it's obtaining requests from God. He says here, uh, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer, let your request be made known unto God. Now, what is a request? Well, it's things that you ask for. But can I say this? A request is not a demand, and therefore it may or may not be answered. What do you mean? You may put in a request to your employer for a day off from work. You may be in class and you are running behind on your paper and you may put in an extension, a request an extension to turn in your paper maybe a week later. But understand, as a request, it may or may not be given to you. And just the same as we give God requests, these things may or may not be answered. You see, there's one condition given on receiving what we ask for in James 4.3. He says, ye ask and receive not. Because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. And so we understand that there are certain things that we may or may not receive based on how we ask for them. But while prayer is building a relationship with God, it is obtaining requests from God. And so as you go to God in prayer, don't be afraid to ask him for things. Make sure those things are according to his will. Make sure those things are, uh, are, are good and they're not just for consuming it upon your own lust. But I think what we can take away is, you know, trying to decipher, okay, am I just coming to God all the time with stuff, just asking for stuff? Is the stuff, the requests that I'm given, are they according to his will? Are they things that he's going to answer? I believe those of you who are listening and, and with me now, you want to pray right. You want to have a good relationship with God. Uh, I mean, obviously you're listening, so there's a desire for growth. There's a desire for you to take your next step in your faith and in your, your walk with Jesus Christ. But you and I can pray best 
and ask according to God's will when we are in a close relationship with Him. You see, if we'll take the primary focus of prayer, the primary purpose of prayer, that of building a relationship with God, if we'll focus on that, then as we communicate and conversate with Him, guess what? Because we're in a close relationship with Him, we will be able to pray best with the request because we are in such communion with Him. So what is the purpose of prayer? Why pray? Is it to spend time, waste time? What is it? It is to build and maintain a relationship with God. And maybe you need to hit reset. I need to hit reset. I need to stop and realize, okay, prayer is more than me just going down my list, going down my notebook, and just asking God for these things. That is a part of prayer. And that is very important to see God work in the lives of other people, to work in our ministry, to work in my family, my own personal life. But I must stop and remember, that's not the purpose of prayer. Prayer is about me spending time with the one I love, communicating, conversating with him, and me pouring out my heart and just truly opening up to him because he already knows what's going on in my life. So maybe you need to hit reset and remember that God, the purpose of prayer is to build and maintain a relationship with God. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.